Here's 30 seconds of totally out of context history bonanza. He's not gonna look at your genitals. Someone threw a dead cat at his house. Stop listening to the radio and get with the time. So America got scared. Ah! Everyone's on their phones. Oh, it's just the truth, baby. You moron. Wet pillow, crucifixion. But the soul is eating birds. Uh, I bet you use VHS tape. What are you gonna be like if you're off the leash? We need him to bring back the scarfy pies. And who cares about dead people? Mystery bonanza. 9 till 11 p.m. Tuesdays on Radio 199. I don't care if they respect me, so long as they fear me. From the beginning of time, I've had very complicated feelings for my Aunt Jenny. Man, when she wears that low-cut top, boy, does it get me going faster than an F1 car around that racetrack. Aunt Jenny, if you're listening, it's your boy, Alex and Angus, History Bonanza. Good evening and welcome to episode 19 of Let's Do Bonanza. Another epoch has passed with the passing of this episode, which will come out of you later like a child or a poo. Uh, with uh, with you this evening are your regular hosts, Alex and Angus, of course. Ahoy, ahoy. As are on the poster. Whatcha? But uh, with a wee bonus tonight, we have um, we have a wee bonus for you. It's a bonus Jonas. The tasty, the, the man with the tasty tidbits is none other than Soft uh, Scott. Oh. Hello. Good evening. Now, Welcome. Hello. And now, um, last week, my mother um, wanted us to describe each other clearly so she could imagine us okay. speaking. So, Soft Free, yes. Scott, um, actually, should we introduce him, give him his credentials first, and then we'll describe what he looks I like? I think you just take, yes. take the lead with this yeah. one. Yeah, so we, we want you to know who you are, what he is, before we describe what he looks like, because if we describe what he looks like, you're going to jump to conclusions, because all of you are so shallow. Bastards. So shallow, like shallow hell. So shallow. Anyway, Mr. Soft Scott is a worldly man, would you say, Angus? I would say worldly. Would you agree he with looks that? Like a, he looks like a curly Steve Jobs right now. <laughs> He's like Steve Jobs and Wozniak combined. <laughs> I, I don't quite know what to say to that, boys. Thank you kindly well, for the, uh, the credentials. Hey, they made the apple, and they're great in pies. That's true, and at uh, Discovering Gravity. What? Benjamin mm. Franklin discovered gravity when he got held in the head by an apple. Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton. Oh, whatever. gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, get Something out. historical. Get no. out. Yeah. There are no facts here. Um, uh, Sophie Scott actually um, has a relevant degree to tonight's subject. He's an anthropologist, which is, I believe, a study of ants. Does he have that degree yet? Not yet. Not Working yet. on it. <laughs> He's getting towards his degree in ants, All right. which is good. Fine. Um, and he, um, um, you, you spent some time in France. Yes, yes, I have. As a, as a French citizen. As a Frenchman. <laughs> yep. yep. I've been trying to do so. Yep. Oh, how lovely. Mm. Very nice. Um, what else can we say about um, Sofri Scott that hasn't really been said before? I like him. He's in there. He's got um, two initials. S's. So two, nice. Two S's. So nice. So nice you have to say them twice. Soft Scott. Um, I consider him a friend. Me well, too. I, well, I consider yeah. Angus a colleague, so ah, it's a very okay. important That's distinction good. to make. Yeah. Yeah, you are the bridge that um, brings us closer together. I'm mm. glad to be that bridge. Thank you, but sir. But we will burn you to the ground by the end. Of course, no doubt. We're uh, like a, a Scandinavian self-sabotaging bridge, which is already preloaded with dynamite in case of an invasion. Yeah. Um, so, if there's anyone out there who's wanting to assassinate you, what would you say is your biggest weakness? If, if you're looking to assassinate me, probably oh, no. strike at the strike at the core of my being. Mm. Just point out the receding hairline, and yeah. uh, no. that'll do the trick. I'll that'll be a shivering oh. wreck within I can minutes. Certainly sympathise, but can I recommend caps? Caps. 
are a good thing. Hats have become a, a revelation a staple. Mm. Staple. They're a fashion accessory for your head. Mm. But this isn't the fashion fiesta. No, but what it is is a nice segue into let's describe our guests and what they look like. Standing at five foot six, it is a man who is more man than mole. <laughs> he is bearded like the great bearded Confucius and haired like the great Mozart that came before him. Spoiler, Mozart was wearing a wig. Hey, oh, powdered. A powdered wig. Powdered wig. Which was to keep away the... Oh... Didn't everyone wear powdered wigs because they all shaved their hair because of, like, rampant lice? And then they put powdered wigs on to keep the lice away? You know what I do if I have these rampant lice? And then they kept wearing powdered wigs after this rampant lice? Just because they looked so good? Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, sorry, do tell. Well, you know, if you get a mice infestation, you get cats. Yeah. So if you get lice infestation, you just get... Powder. You get really small cats. And powder. And and powdered cats. Can we get (laughs) powdered cats? Yeah. So it was originally wearing powdered cats on your head and then they evolved into just wigs once the lice had gone. Yeah. Tiny powdered cats. He's got two arms and two legs. Anything you want to add to the description of Sofrey Scott? Uh, I got nothing. He's wearing a turtleneck. He's a turtle... Can we ask... um, Because someone is trying to assassinate Mm. you. Is a turtleneck... You're wearing that because are you in espionage? I haven't quite realised this was a turtleneck. It is. Uh, it's I, I, very I, much as a turtleneck. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. I, I was going for a it's Scandinavian a, sailor at the oh, time. Oh, I do but, like uh, that. What was his name? <laughs> hey, oh. I'll see myself out. Who was, I've got to run the show. Who was that hunky-dory from Stockholm? Like, Olaf was a very lovely man. Olaf! We had a special yeah. time together. Oh. But uh, this Scandinavian sweater that I thought was a sailor's man's suit thing is currently a turtleneck as I've found out uh, uh, which I'm is sorry a, I'm sorry to it's tell a you. revelation yeah, and is. pretty heartbreaking as well uh, well oh. it's a pleasure to have you on board here Sophie and Scott yep. and, um, and no matter what you think your ensemble is you're pulling it off thank you yeah, and I you. wish you would <laughs> hey, just to uh, not break with tradition um, how are you Alex D. Wilson oh thank you I'm doing very well thank you my week has um, has oh wait what? How was your week? Oh, how was my week? My way week has consisted of seven days. The TV show? No, or the, or the I, I, would, I would rot in hell before I watch Di Henwood speak any nonsense to anyone. Marvellous. I think we can all agree to that. Di Henwood, you're not for me. He should just take his own advice that then is in first name. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he's doing something. He's doing what he's good at and he's doing what he enjoys. Maybe. No one should ever have to die because of that. He's okay. just not to my taste, and my tastes are very precious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're, you're well. You're looking yeah, good. I'm, you're I'm looking, looking sh- very. Sh- you're looking shaven. Yes, I've shaved. Boyish. I've shaved. On the subject of hair, I've taken off the bottom hair, and though I'm not talking about the pubis, I'm talking about the beard. Have you found that that was a very un- is a very unwise time of year to have done oh, this? Oh, it is so cold. I don't know if you know that, um, boys and girls out there, but if, if you take away the hair that's protecting your lips, you get chapped on your oh, lips. Oh, no. It gets very cold. Hell. Um, it takes the whole enjoyment out of ice cream because your lips are numb before the ice cream even gets there. Yum, yum. And I only eat ice cream, so my lips go numb. So I can eat things like electricity and fire. <laughs> And also, so you can't taste it, no benefit, and then you poop yourself. Well, I do, because I've got lactose intolerance, which I believe is an upcoming segment. So everything's well in your world. Everything is very well in my world. Um, As I think the great philosopher um, 
Benjamin uh, Franklin. Benjamin Franklin said, <laughs> I discovered gravity. Why is these apples falling out of my head? Oh, wait, it's actually pretty great. Every apple has a silver lining. How was your week, Angus McBreed? Yeah, pretty pretty fine. Thank pretty you. Fine. Pretty yep. fine for a pretty, white guy. Pretty, pretty fly for a white guy. Um, I can't really remember. What happened? What happened? Did what, you? I don't know. Did, uh, I actually feel like. Oh, something. you know what I did do? What did you do? I saw New Zealand music legend Dave Dobbin, who was very short. What was Dave up to? He was singing his songs. Was he singing about how loyal he wants us to be? He did sing how loyal he was. Oh, God. I don't want to be loyal, loyal to him. He's so short and ugly. Oh, that's what my mum said. Well, that's you, what my mum said. Well, your mum dates a very tall man. Dates? <laughs> and, uh, yes. Who is, who is who is this, who is this well, man? Well, I, I, she told me that in confidence. <laughs> and I'm not going to reveal that on air. But he's a very handsome man, and he's quite tall. All right. Well, and and, your, a... and your, your father's quite tall as well. <laughs> and it would be a step down to Dave Dobbin. It would be. Anyway, that was quite good. Sort of a, a, t- a tick off the list that wasn't on that wasn't written on anything. Is this a tick? Is this similar to the lights that's investing the, the hair of the Mozart? Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, how was your week, yeah. uh, Mr. Soft Scott? Mr. Guest Softry Scott? Oh, my week's been alright. I've been back at work and back at uni, so it's been it's been busy. Oh, yes. I can tell you that. Oh, the university students are back. Yes, yes it has begun again. Have you heard? They're, I can smell them. Yeah, they're lurking. Mm. They're lurking and learning. It's like the Jurassic Park film. There they're isn't. Back. There is another one. They're back. They're back, and you just can't kill them. Wasn't that the, wasn't that the tagline of Jurassic Park? They're back. And what do they mean by they are? Like Jeff Goldblum and his and his, and his and his nipples. Jeff is back in the new one. Which I don't understand because I was under the impression that the Jurassic World franchise was in a different universe to the first three films. No, it's not. It's a, it's a, they, they've used the re- correct me if I'm wrong, Soph. Okay, you don't know? Okay, but I believe the new ones they take the science that was bad science and like. Actually, we can make it work now, and they did. And then but the science bad. wasn't what was bad; it was the the wielding the science that was bad. It's because he spared no expense, except for that fat guy who he did spare expense with, and then yeah. he stole all the money. But then Jeff yeah. can say his his catchphrase again, you know, which everyone likes to say. Oh, Jeff, which is oh, is that his catchphrase? Isn't it? I thought it was like, oh, I'm on the pooper, and the Velociraptor's here. No, but this is going to be horrible. Oh, what a terrible thing they've done. They've ruined it. But anyway, we interrupted your day, your week. Sorry, uh, Sof. How was your week? It's been good. It's been busy. Lots yep. of things going on. Uh, you know, there's a cool new show coming up soon as well that I've been working on. Oh, what is this? Plug uh, time? Yeah, well, you know. Might as well get be. me on the air. Go on. I'm going to plug. I'm gonna plug. Go on. Sof's, it's, hang on. Hang on. It's time for Soft Scott's Tasty Plug. Ladies and gentlemen, if you find yourselves in need of seeing some ultra violence on stage and thinking, man, there's nowhere to go see this kind of thing. Man, I think that all the time. Me too. Right? It's yeah. it's a common common problem. Mm. Yeah. Then y'all should head down to 140 George Street okay. in two weeks' time oh. from, I believe, the 25th to the 28th uh, of July. It's a Wednesday to a Saturday. Mm. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, to witness the Lieutenant of Inishmore, oh. um, a play written by the guy who behind In Bruges and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's an Academy Award-winning film from this oh year. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. How current. We're relevant. Oh my gosh. But uh, this show was set in 1993 and is oh. a real treat to watch. So that was my favourite year. Why was it your favourite year, Angus? Because I uh, had my first uh, uh, solid food. Really? Very late. <laughs> three, three years for solids? Yeah. Were you just raised entirely on breast milk? I'm still breastfeeding. Oh, you shouldn't do that because it rots your teeth. Ah. It's weird around the flat. 
<laughs> He's always gumming on things. Uh, yeah, it's uh, have you got to that stage where instead of using your hands, you use your, your gums as a third hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's gummy all over the doorknob. Oh, Angus, use your hands, not your gummy. Oh, when will I ever learn? Um, how we guys? Well, since the formalities are done, um, now I'd like to address you, listeners. Welcome. Welcome. Once again. Listeners. Uh, back to... It's been 19 weeks. And um, it's it's good to it's good to have you dedicated listeners back with us. For those who are new to the show, welcome, welcome to the the history bonanza family. Um, uh, uh, and you, you might be com- you, know, you might you might be confused you because be. you tuned in at nine o'clock to Ex- tune into an award nominated radio radio show about history and here we are talking about Jurassic Park and talking to men in turtlenecks and you're like when are they going to get to the weather report <laughs> when's I want to know the sailing content? sailing report but so and so, so you're rightly confused because you don't know what's going on but Alex just for those new listeners and yes. welcome to you um what is the history bonanza? Oh, that's such a good question, Angus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love that question. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, time and time again. And I'm going to answer it for you. Thank you. Right now. So take you it might away. be thinking, listener, I know what history is. That's great. I'm going to take that concept and I'm going to put it to one side. Bonanza? What's that? It's got my name, my, my grandma's name in there. Oh, Nan Nan. She's in there. Bonanza. So I'm going to take that out. So it's history boza. What the fuck's a boza? History Nan's there. Boza. I don't know what that is. I'm just going to go to the first word, history. I know that word. Yeah, it's great. History. Yeah. So we're, this show's all about history. We go back from from right now to the very beginning of right now, which happened many, many years ago. And we cover it from A to Z. So we go from the um, from the invention of... Um, um, uh, from that great film... Uh, the, uh, there's something about Mary to... Z- Mary's asleep now. There's still something about her. And we cover everything in between, so like, uh, a baby, Mary had a baby, but there's something wrong with the baby, and we also do, yo, Mary's in the hood, and she's something wrong with her, still, that baby grew up though, which is great. So we cover everything, uh, mainly to do with the, um, it's something about Mary, uh, universe, Meggy universe, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s been signed up for six more films of those, which is pretty damn good. Um, and uh, Angus and I are cursed for the rest of eternity to do this show. Um, Radio 1 gladly give us accommodations underneath the morning desk where um, Jamie Greens has his greens and his porridge as he does the morning report on the breakfast show, uh, Cock-a-Doodle-Doo. We listen to that Cock-a-Doodle-Doo every morning and um, then every Tuesday from 9 to 11 on that coveted spot we had to beat off several men including... Um, uh, Anderson Cooper, Coopers. That's different to Anderson Cooper. He's um he's part of the Coopers family. Um, when he's not doing radio shows, he's building barrels. And um also that great man, uh uh, Geronimo Allison, who was a World War Two general who used to ride bombs as he as he rode them into the face of the Nazis on the ground. So that's what we do here, and if it doesn't suit you, that's fine, we understand it. We just send us a letter explaining why, and it'll be a, um, a, a very um, clinical and emotional breakup. Thank you. 
And don't think this is just a conversation between the two, or in this case, three of us yes. listeners. This is this is a, an open dialogue, open conversation open about door history policy. and all that all the topics end up stemming from that. Um, so so you can be a part of this too. So there are a couple of ways you can do this. You can text us 0212723461. That's 021-RADIO1. Get on the dial and you can uh, text us in some uh, little tasty tidbits since our tasty tidbit man is here with us. Just make sure you top up your phone, mate. Yeah, top up your phone, give us a wee text. Oh, there's nothing there. Great. Well, I'll check that later. Or you can be part of our coveted mailbag segment later in the show by by emailing us alexandangusrcool at gmail.com. That'll be the final segment of the show around about 10 to 11. So don't, don't wait. Get your emails in because you'll be you'll be having a conversation one on three with us here in the studio, and uh, we're really keen to get that going. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. It? Before we get into it, so if you're a long time listener, uh, I assume <laughs> <laughs> been there since the beginning. Alex. Oh, fantastic! You're a day one um, a pickup artist. Is that what they call them though? Day one. I don't think you should call <laughs> soft a pickup artist. <laughs> okay, day very one. far from the truth. Oh no! Oh no! Well, you're a day he's one. He's a red pillar. He's a day one user. An abuser, and uh, uh, so you, yeah, you're a fan of history. Yes, yes, I. Uh, do you have a particular um, uh, a period of history that you enjoy? That's a and very good question. I'm quite Thank a fan you. of the uh, the classic age, which oh, well, involves uh, Romans and Greeks. And... Well, what a fantastic! Oh, he's a natural bloody natural bloody host. He is. He knows he's how to segue. He's only gone and segued straight into the tonight's topic. So, um, Alex, would you like to just give us a wee a wee? Oh, hello. Oh, there! <laughs> Do we want it? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Okay, sorry. Tell us about tonight's topic. All right. Um, well, the audience out there, um, I want to give you a big C, a big A, a big L, a big I. That's right. It's Cali, California, surfing in the USA. No, there's more letters. G U L A. What? 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 G U L G U L A. Cali Gulag. Gulag? The, the California Gulag? Oh. Oh, they had a great song, though. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> yeah, Breaking Stones in the USA. Ba 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 ba. California Gulags, eh? Who sang that? The California Gulags. Yeah, let's keep it that way. Okay, good. They're <laughs> they related to the California races. Tonight on the History Bonanza, we will. <laughs> Alex Wilson has lost it. Tonight on the History Bonanza, we'll be talking all things that crazy old boy. Emperor Caligula. Emperor Caligula? Or the Roman Empire. He was mental. He was? He was bonkers. He was absolutely bloody bonkers. He, a- <laughs> he had two pennies and he spent one penny on a on a on a on a fender and he spilled the fender all over the other penny, so he only had a sticky penny in his pocket. Uh, but I think our um, our uh, studio Alex Wilson might be overheating, so we might need to play a wee song. We'll be right back. You're on the one, ninety-one FM. Sticky penny. That was the Seven Deadly Synths with their hit single "Stop Until My Mama Comes Home." And you're back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus and Hoff Scott this week. Because you guess. Hello. And this week we're discussing Kelly. California, <laughs> Caligula, the one and only, the mental, bloody uh, emperor, he the, was, the mental emperor. He was a bad boy of ancient Rome. Men, menpera. No, okay. no one's into yeah. that. All right. So, what do you Fine. think of that one? Uh, 
Could be better. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, let's see. You guys, I'll, throughout the show, you guys can try. What are we doing? Um, portmanteaus. One, two, two. One, two, threes. Oh, Caligula. Caligula. Was born eight. Was born in 18th of March, 37 AD, as Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Long name. Too long. You know what I could have got to call him? What? Um. Calamari. Calamari and two veg. Calamari and two veg. Um, now, uh, ca- uh, Caligula. California. Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus was the grandson of Caesar Augustus. I think. Are you asking us? No, or are you I'm, telling I'm us? kind of telling you. So he was the grandson of Caesar Augustus, and he was, I think, the. Ooh. I think maybe Julius Caesar was his uncle, or was it way further back than that? So, what year was he born again? He was born in 37 AD. AD. Yeah, that's around Julius Caesar's time. Yeah. So, I think um, it was I think it went Julius Caesar, um, Tiberius, Augustus, Tiberius. No, 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 no. Julius no, no. Caesar, Tiberius, Claudius, uh, Caligula, Caligula, Claudius. California. I think, and then Julius Caesar was before Augustus. Hmm. Yes, because Mark Antony killed Julius Caesar, and Augustus chased Julius Caesar and 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 Cleopatra around before they died. Mark Antony also yeah. dated J Lo. He died of, of people. He died of J Lo. He dated J Lo. Mark Antony. Oh, did he? They were married for a wee bit. Oh no way! And they lit up the Latin charts. Well, it's amazing what you can do at uh, the turn of the. In Latin, Beef. both dead and living. There you go. Thank you, Sof. That was a very pithy response. I like that. Very good. <laughs> uh, so, Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, a.k.a. California, in his younger days, accompanied his father, Germanicus. Oh, gosh. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> On uh, campaigns in North Germania, which, for those of you playing oh at home, God. is Germany. North Germany. Did you ever, yeah, did you have a, wee, a wee tidbit there, did you? No, I not saw yet. you point your finger. No, I was just uh, zinging along oh, with don't, you guys. Sig- it's signalling, bro. Oh, I beg your pardon. Put your hand up if you have something to say. Keep your hands down, otherwise. No, this, this is a democratic platform. Anyone can speak without putting up their hand. <sighs> I didn't put up my hand for that time, I'm so sorry. Whilst, whilst Caligula was on these little naughty missions with his father, mm-hmm. the soldiers um, had been amused that Gaius was in fact dressed in a miniature soldier's oh. outfit. <laughs> what a cutie. Mm. Oh, uh, including boots and armour. He thinks he's his daddy. He does. <laughs> oh, as, a result, as a result, he was given the name Caligula, meaning little boots in Latin. Oh. <laughs> oh, no wonder this guy grew up to have a complex. Exactly. Reportedly, he grew to dislike this nickname. Well, so. you know what they say about guys with little boots? Um, uh, l- no. Little dinkies. Oh, I mean, they're children. What? Not. Children have little dinkies. Yeah. How do you know that? What's a dinky? Is that a pee-pee? I guess. You're a sicko. No, you're the one that said, you're the one that supposedly knows that children have little dinkies. I'm just guessing. Well, it's just because of the tiny armor. Just because you got tiny armor doesn't mean you don't have a massive dinky. Well, where's it going to fit? Around, like a belt? Oh. Or down your, down your, your sleeves? What are they called them? Greaves? You can put them in your down greaves. Down your sleeves. Put them down your greaves. Or your leg sleeve. Your leg sleeve, up your right. shin guards. Um, you could um, use it as a sword. I don't know. 
This is the Roman Lots Empire. Of a lot of options. They're smarter people than me. They've made straight roads. Nick Minute. Spoiler alert. Oh, His father oh. is poison Not in Daddy, Syria. No. Daddy did. Daddy did in Syria. Daddy did. And guess what? It was by an agent of his brother, Tiberius. Oh, what? It was the current emperor of Rome. Oh, fuck. So Daddy even killed by uncle. Sounds like Hamlet. The Danish prince. Mm. The Danish Roman. Oh, man. Holy shit. Is so that's a big... It's a, it's a shit, you know, kids got to grow up fast. Kid's the man of the family. Yeah. Now. He's the man of the house, but he's got a tiny armor. And Anki's all mad and insane and killed Dada. Yeah, he don't like no um, bloody... Um, bloody... Um, uh, 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 competition. So Caligula lived with his mother... Until her relations with Tiberius deteriorated because he killed her bloody husband. Tiberius would not allow Agrippina, his okay, mother, his mother, his mother, the Caligula's re- mother, Caligula's mother, yeah. to remarry, to remarry for fear her new husband would be yet another rival. Oh man, it's like Pokemon. Agrippina and Caligula's brother Nero were banished in 29 AD on charges of treason. So it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. No, bad, just, bad start to uh, life. Right we, we think that our family, our little family in this radio station has troubles. I know. We've never done a murders on each other. No. Oh. oh. You're making you're making a face like you've put poison. <gasps> no! no! Not the water! You put poison in my water! Have I put poison in Alex's water? Stay tuned till 11 o'clock. If we'll see has. if Alex D. Wilson's water has been okay. poisoned. This is, I'm going to give... Our, uh, mi- ten minutely updates on this poison, and if okay. if I have died soft, I want you to avenge me by by just ripping into anchors and saying you should not have done a murders on Alex. I accept that burden. Thank you. We're a little right. radio family in here, and you shouldn't do a murders, Angus. Well, I mean, time will tell as to whether I have in fact done it or not. Done the murders. Done the murders. You're still breathing. I'm a ticking time bomb of poison. Yeah, but that could just be your your lack of physical activity. <laughs> Or life itself. <laughs> Both really good options, guys. And, um, we're a little family. We shouldn't be above these this, this common name calling. We shouldn't be above it. <laughs> we shouldn't. Yeah, we not, shouldn't. We shouldn't be above it's it. That's the glue of all good families. <laughs> Just we're a, a family. Okay. Um, the adolescent Caligula was then sent to live with his great grandmother, L- oh my Livia, gosh. who was Augustus's wife. Wife. After her death, he was sent to live with his grandmother, Antonia Man- Minor. Okay, so let's just let's just do a quick recap. Oh, really? Already? Oh, okay, good. Uh, we need to because this There's guy. There's a lot of names. There's a, a lot, lot of names. names. A lot all of right, names. All right. Okay. Good. Fair enough. But what I want to what I want to recap specifically, including the na- names, is this is a guy that is notoriously insane. Who? Caligula. Not yet. He's not. Well, no, not yet. But we You're know. Way ahead, we, we know that he's insane. Do you? I do. All right. Because I I've done my research. I guess. Yeah. Right. But um, I can sense a trend here. Daddy died because Unky crazy sent to live with grandma, then great grandma. Like it's not great grandma, then grandma. Yeah. Told he's got a little pee because he's got wearing little boots. It's gonna give a little guy a complex. He's got a complex. His, Definitely got a complex. Yeah. His family. Yeah. His family is. Screwed up. It's not a good time. Not a good time for at anyone. all. Not at all. Um, gosh, it's it's, uh, it's a complex so grand, in fact, that it's it's sort of covered through time uh, into modern pop culture. Uh, Caligula is the inspiration behind the Game of Thrones character Joffrey Baratheon. Ah! 
Um, that means nothing to me. Carry on. So, for all you nerds out there who enjoy shows about oh, dragons, sick little pedo boy. We he's know the crazy nerds little out there. king. Um, uh, that was the inspiration. Yeah, Caligula is the inspiration behind him. Oh man! In fact, they look very alike. Are you well. a Game of Thrones man, Alex D. Wilson? I'll summarize it for you, Angus, because I know you don't watch Game of Thrones. So essentially, <laughs> there's this big board across this um, this land of West Highlandshire, and they um, there's four competing families. One's got a race car, the other one's got a top hat, the other's got a little Scotty dog, and the other's got an iron. And they um, they need to roll a little dice, and it's like Ludo. And the first one to get around the board without landing on another person, can um, they they'll get a, they'll get a throne, and yeah. that's worth five points. Okay. You need to get five thrones to get a lounge suite. And once you got a lounge suite, then you can get a kitchen. Okay. And that's when the game really begins because then it's the first one to bake a turkey in under fifteen minutes. They get. Another lounge suite, and it keeps them going until you got enough turkeys to feed the homeless for Christmas. Wow! And that's oh, Game a, of Thrones. What a, what a what a book! Why is it taking him so long to write the latest one if it's just more turkeys? Each one has its own very thorough description yeah, for each yeah. turkey. Each feather, almost, <laughs> yeah. is okay. in exquisite detail. All right. Well, it's good to know. Thanks for the uh, summary. I will uh, not be indulging. In uh, in 30 AD, guys. Just oh, that's, that's a good AD. Back to it. It's, it's my favorite AD. Yeah, back to it if we if we Ma- may. Why you gotta be Mr. Professional all the time? Just hang out and talk Game of Thrones with us, bro. This is the real Game of Thrones, bro. Uh, in yeah. 30 AD. In 30 AD, uh, Cla- Caligula's brother, Drusus okay, Caesar. We gotta stop here. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some really funny names up to this point, but I think Drusus. Drusus, you like, you like so Drusus? Good. A complete cop out of a name. Yeah, it's Drusus. like they gave up halfway through. Like, um, his name's like Drusus. <laughs> He's Roman. Yeah, Drusus. It's like that's like the origin of Pig Latin. It's like Drusus. Drusus. Yeah. Okay. Great. Anxus. Sophsis? Anxus? Alexis. 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 Anyway, his brother was imprisoned on charges of treason, and his brother Nero died in exile of either starvation or suicide. Great. So, it's, it's unclear, because you, know, you can't tell the difference between suicide or starvation. Yeah, basically more death. Um, the next stage, the next thing that happened was in 30 AD, Caligula was remanded in the personal care of Tiberius, the moiterer of his father and mother and brother and other brother. And Drusus. And Drusus. <laughs> Poor Drusus. <laughs> Poor Drusus. He, he, he never had his chance. A, right? He was like a footnote of history. Yeah. <laughs> and all he got was a laugh. All he got, all he got was the laugh. <laughs> Poor Jews. Uh, anyway, um, uh, Caligula was reminded in the personal care of Tiberius on Capri, the island of Capri. It's a very nice island. Where he lived for six years. Um, Caligula was spared by Tiberius uh, because Tiberius kept his mouth kept his mouth and his feelings shut. We've actually got a um, tape, don't we, Angus, of. Um Caligula's uh, developmental years on the island of Capri, don't we? Uh, yep, we do. Yeah, let me just cue. I'll cue that up. Hang oh, on. Thank you. Yeah. Hang on. Well, just, just, let me, just, just talk. Just talk me. Talk it's me really interesting because they didn't really have um, digital tape back then, did yeah. they? So. No, it's quite a lucky find that we've managed to discover. It's all yeah. sort of been recorded in the seashells, oh, which has been pretty insane. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Right. It's, it's very amazing what they can do with those Romans. Yeah, Romans. Just, oh. Are you ready? I've got. I got this here. This is this uh, from the archives. All right. Yeah. 
Big Blue Sea. You're the only one who understand me. You know I can hang out on Capri and have a Capri Sun, a little juice in a bag, and uh, my pasta. Yeah, I do is spaghetti for the But uh, I'm just a little boy with a lot of urges. I really miss uh, Trosses, my little cousin. I can't remember Trosses. He was very fun, but I think he was your brother. Oh, thank you, little monkey. Monkey! Capri monkey! It's a racist! I'm not a monkey! I'm a Caprizian! Caprizian! I'm not a monkey! Fuck you! I'm sorry! Fuck you, Caligula! You mental case! I'm a royal! You're a, a fucking dickhead! Anyone not? Anyone that's not a royal? I'm a Caprizian! A Caprizian! You're a racist! Go fuck yourself! Well, that wasn't out there! Odd little monkey boy who came by! But as I was saying... I'm a little boy! On the Capri Island, and I got urges, and I'm surrounded by water. This whole island is uh, full of monkey, and uh, you know I want to grow up, and I want to see a beautiful woman. Get sick of uh, making love to a monkey, eating and drinking Capri Sun, and having spit of genie. You know, I just uh, have some urges. One day, I think uh, it would be pretty cool if uh, I was allowed to. Uh, just uh, substitute all of the currency in the world with like pictures on my face and people like I'll give you two Caligula for the video game and I'll be like Chief, see, they're very good. Yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna put this shell up my button and sit on it until I give birth to an horse. Man, my mama and papa are missing so much. Man, <laughs> Great archival footage, really, really. I don't know where we got that. I don't know how really we, interesting stuff. How they got that on uh, on that on tape, but uh, hell, well worth a look. Well, self-explained, it was like a conch shell. They shot into the conch shells, and they. Oh out. right, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like looking looking into space at the old stars. You're looking ten years into the past because it's old light. Right. Listening to the conch shell, you're listening to old sound. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. I think that's how it works. I have no idea. I whenever I listen to the conch shells, I'm just listening to the sea, but that's old sea. That's really old sea. That's, that's, really old sea. Old sea. that's yeah. real old sea, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Old sea. Um, Caligula claims to uh, have planned to kill Tiberius in an act of vengeance. Uh, fair enough, uh, with a dagger in order to avenge his mother and brother. However, having brought the weapon into Tiberius's bedroom, he did not kill the emperor, but instead. Threw the dagger down on the floor. Okay, well. <laughs> so, great. Well, uh, well, as far well. as assassination attempts go, it's, yeah, it's uh, pretty weak. Yeah. It kind of lacks the dramatic impetus, doesn't it? Yeah. But that'd be like an entire episode of Sopranos where Tony's like, I'm going to kill this guy. And, and he's, he's like, just like staring into the distance really intensely. like. Yeah. And then he has a dream where there's like a baby dancing and he's like, I'm not going to kill this guy no more. Bada bing, bada boom, I'm done with it. Exactly. <laughs> In 3380, Tiberius gave Claud- uh, Caligula an honorary questorship. What the Grant, fuck is that? Uh, it is. Uh, it gives you judicial powers, basically. Great. Um, a position which he held until his rise to emperor, or or so he's given him some power. Maybe to keep him on his side. So what do you call someone? He, he's got a questorship. Yeah. Do you call him what? He's what? a questor. He's a questor. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a questor. Please give me some brew. 
Caligula the Questor. Questor, I am going on a quest. I must collect all the coins from the dungeon. A Questor was a public official in ancient Rome. The position served different functions depending on the period. Uh, in the Roman Kingdom, uh, Quartus Parasidi were appointed by the king to investigate and handle moiders. Hello, I'm a Questor. I believe there's been a moiders here. My name's Caligula. Please give me all the evidence. In the Roman Republic, Questors were elected officials who, that supervised the state treasury and conducted audits. Hello, it's me again. I'm a Questor. Make sure that all the money goes in the right bank accounts, please. Bye. So, yeah, he's giving him some power. Keeping him on side. Cool. Um, Caligula briefly married, was briefly married to Junia Claudilla in 33 AD. Although man, she died it. in childbirth a year later. Oh, man, this guy is getting... Fucked up by the minute. Exactly. It's not a good life. It's a series of unfortunate good. events, and not the one by uh, bloody Snicket. Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snickers. This is the real Lemony one. Lemony Snickers. <laughs> Lemony Snickers. Snickers should bring up as Lemony Snickers. I think the I think that ship hath sailed after one shit film and one shit miniseries. Oh, is the miniseries finished? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They have a second it. season. Hey, second season. Oh, I right. think a third is planned. Well, there you go. Lemony Schnickers. Maybe the time is still right then. What do I know? Um, you know your mother's name? And the size of your pee-pee. Who could say? Caligula befriended Navius Sutorius Marco, an important ally. Marco spoke well of Caligula to Tiberius, attempting to quell any ill will or suspicion the Emperor felt towards Caligula. This is just because we always got a tape of that, don't we? I think we do, actually. Yeah, um, I think, um... I think, yeah, I think we do, um, which is interesting. I don't know, because there's no conch shells on the beach for this one. Must have been columns, I Must think. Must have been columns. are very, yeah. Absorbent. Those absorbent marble, that old ancient stone. Mm, they could work it. The acoustics were amazing. <laughs> just bouncing all around the place. <laughs> Getting trapped within the marble. Within the marble columns, like this feels like a dead, a dead person in this marble. I'm going to, I'm going to touch it and feel their soul, and it'll be great. If you could hear the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, so, so just to, just to confirm, what we're going to hear is um, Caligula's uh, friend Navius Sertorius Marco. Talking to Tiberius, attempting to quell any ill will or suspicion the Emperor felt towards Caligula. How interesting. Nevius, I believe you'll come to talk to me about it. Caligula. I came to you uh, to talk about my, my nephew. Uh, he, right. He's a bit of a loony, he's a bit of a nutcase, I'm not so sure about him. Yeah, I know that, I know that, I have my suspicions. <laughs> oh, please, do tell. Well, my suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> Include, um, Mappy. He's gonna burn down the place that I live in. I also think it puts turtle shell up his bottom and sits on it cause misses his mom. I don't think he's a great guy to have around the place no more, you know? I wouldn't worry about it so much. He's, uh... He's young. He's learning. Oh. You know, he's had a rough life. He's lost oh. his family. He's lost oh. his brother Drusus. 
pour out juices. Oh, recipes, juices? I say, give the kid a chance. He's doing well with his questorship. Let him have some more. Oh yeah, I heard he's doing good on the questorship. He went down to a tavern and said, Hey, you guys not committing any murder? That's pretty cool. And he went away. I don't like that. You know what, my friend? None of this. You have quelled any suspicions. I heard the luck coming, you little baby. This archive footage is gold. <laughs> So good, man. The Roman Roman archives. It came from the marble stone. Pan oh, the the the, the pillars. The pillars are the, the ancient God. stone. That oh God. has a soul in it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So remember Marco because he's gonna do a little bazinga in a oh, little bit. No. I know. Like I the know. big bongs. The big bongs. The, is that what's called the big bong theory? Big bong. Big bong theory. The big. Bong theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, hey guys, E equals MC squared, but. Man, look at all this weed I've got! Ah, bazinga! In uh, 35 AD, Caligula was named joint heir to Tiberius' estate, along with Tiberius Gemillus, which I think was his nephew or something. <laughs> <laughs> or his son, or... We have the facts and nothing but the facts. Oh, it's his grandson. It's his grandson, Gemillus. Oh. It's Tiberius' grandson. So, Nick Minute team... Oh, no, hang on. We should go to a song. Okay, this is great. Well, I think we've learned a lot today, though, haven't we, so far? So far, quite a bit. Yeah, so far, <laughs> Caligula's got a very yes. um, semi-chan kind of life. Mm. Uh, cursed. Semi-cursed, even. Oh, semi-cursed. Everyone he loves dies. Um, yeah. Everyone's suspicion of, suspicious of him because yeah. he does weird things with conch shells. And, and his yeah. uncle's just still hanging around. Yeah. Still hanging around. Um, but uh, how for how long, mm. dare I say, yeah, as we go to a song? You are tuned to The Stupid with Alex Angus and Soft Scott. Uh, when we come back, drama, intrigue, and madness. This is the Capenne. You're on the one, 91FM. That was the Jerky Boys with fun time sketch comedy you're back on the history bonanza with alex angus and soft and we are talking caligula it's been a whirlwind journey so far of uh, treachery death poisoning and conch shells up bump holes and he's not even an emperor yet which is cray cray but before we get back into that it must be time for this week's segment of on this day and did you know that on this day in 138 ad hadrian died did you know on this day in 1972, Lovey Austin, American pianist, composer, and bandleader, also died? On this day in 1925, the Monkey Trial begins. In Dayton, Tennessee, the so-called Monkey Trial begins with John Thomas Scopes, a young high school science teacher accused of teaching evolution in violation of a Tennessee state law. On this day in 1975, Cher files for divorce from Greg Allman, 10 days after their marriage. On this day in 1972, Silence Day is celebrated by the followers of Mehebaba. On this day in 1962, the US patent issued for the three-point seatbelt. On this day in 1040, Lady Godiva rides naked on horseback through Coventry, according to legend, to force her husband, the Earl of Merica, Mercia, to lower taxes. On this day in 1972, top five dating site in New Zealand. Find out the New Zealand's best dating sites ranking 2018. Learn more now. On this day in 1995, Hugh Grant appears on Tonight Show after the Hollywood arrest. On this day in 1940, Battle of Britain begins as Nazis force attack shipping 
forces attack shipping convoys in the British Channel. On this day in 1972, in the UK, the number one hit is Donny Osmond with Puppy Love. On this day in the Old West in 1889, Buckskin Frank Leslie murdered a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) And on this day in 1856, Nikolai Tesla was born, and that was on this day for another week. We shouldn't laugh at people murdering prostitutes, no. by the way. <laughs> it, was, it was such a... He buried the lead on that one. <laughs> he buried the lead. Uh, well, no doubt more uh, of that next week. Um, but where were we with Caligula? Hello. Oh, back on Caligula chat. Jeez Louise. So his mother's, mother and brother are exiled and they die uh, under, under Tiberius's uncle after he's poisoned his father to death. Uh, his other two brothers get uh, murdered. He goes to an island with his family's murderer for, for seven years and then gets made a... A, a quester. A, a quester for his troubles. Unless we forget about poor Drusus. Poor Drusus. <laughs> poor the, Dr- real, the real loser. And he's yeah. befriended Marco, who's been convincing Tiberius that Cal- Caligula ain't such a bad guy after all. Even though he looks like damaged goods. Next minute, what? Tiberius is dead. Oh. oh, fuck. On the 6th of March, 37 AD, Tiberius dies. His estate and his titles of the Principate uh, were left to Caligula and Tiberius' own grandson, Gamelius, who were to serve as joint heirs. Historians suggest that Tiberius was smothered to death by Marco in order for Caligula to rise the throne. Oh man, Marco. Old Marco coming through once again. Can we just do a quick name check with our resident historian, uh, Sophie Scott? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. think that's how, how would you pronounce that name? Oh no. Gimelus. 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 Okay, fine. Thank you. Fine. We have to get it right, otherwise people will lose respect. Oh yeah, text us 0212723461 and tell us how much respect you've lost for us. Have you lost respect for us? If so, tell us why and for what reasons. But mainly Alex D. Wilson. Always, I want to know. People are losing respect for me all the time. I want to know and how can I stop it? So guess what Caligula does, the big jerk? Caligula has Tiberius's will nullified with regard to Gamelius on the grounds of insanity. But otherwise... He did the rest of the things that Tiberius wanted, but he just cut his grandson out of the will. That's fair, like, you like, know. Yeah, Gamelius. G- what kind of name is that? No one's going to respect Gamelius. 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 How do you even pronounce it? Gamelius. Right? Yeah, Gamelius. Gamelius. Caligula, on the other hand. Yeah, it's right. Easy. It's easy. Little, California. Little pee Little pee Little pee Caligula. <laughs> Why do people why do why do people call him by his nickname, which he doesn't like? I just don't quite understand that. They're very cruel. He had another name. They're very cruel. Many other names. Yeah, but he was the emperor. Surely you could just say, "I want to be called him." Just call him something cool like Raúl Drake, <laughs> and that'd be fine. That's that's right. Just to call me Drusus. Drusus in the, in the name of my poor wicked. Call me Drusus. So things started out quite well for Caligula uh, once he'd arised to the throne. So, um, so Gimelus, Gimelus, Gimelus just sort of like, Gimelus is out of the picture. I guess I'm not going to be emperor then. Gimelus is just like Drusus. I'm going to go out to bumfuck Capri. <laughs> um, so but, um, the thing was, boys, is that... Um, boys! Is that the Roman people didn't really have much time for Tiberius. So this this was a welcome... 
death slash assassination. <laughs> well, I just didn't have time for him. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> I just I just looked at his face and I'm like, oh, just go away, Gabalus. I don't care. I don't care. I'm glad he's gone. What do you think? What do you think? Torsten? Torsten. Torsten is... <laughs> so, Killer is described as the first emperor who was admired by everyone and, in quotation marks, all the world from the rising to the setting sun. Sounds like some top top-notch propaganda to me yeah british empire march oh yeah, right, right. Oh, come on right. appropriation this is weird because the british empire appropriated from kalinga didn't exist so how do you know about I think that it was britannia still <laughs> and they're all called celts and they yeah. worshipped bodica with her winged chariot <laughs> Alex Wilson's got the giggles again. Giggles, giggles. Claudia Caligula's uh, first act, um, the acts were said to be generous in spirit, though many were political in nature, (laughs) (laughs) of course. None of those political decrees will be political in nature, and I don't care who knows it. (laughs) (laughs) He granted bonuses to the military, including the uh, Praetorian Guard, city troops, and the army outside the... Italy. Hey, it's a Praetorian guard here. We haven't been paid in over two weeks. We're just wondering if we're going to get paid. Blow the diamond. Caligula destroyed. Hey, it's still the Praetorian guard here. Just wondering if we're going to get paid, eh? Yeah, just wondering because, uh, you know, the boys and I want to go and have some drinks. Uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Blood Diamond. <laughs> destroyed. Tiberius's treason papers and recalled those who had been sent into exile. However, there oh, was the turning point. A there was a turning point. Because in October in 37 AD... Before we get into that, Angus, yes. can I just say, we've been doing the show now for 19 weeks, and there's always a however. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> history's, a... history's full of howevers. Yeah, I've always said it. You always think this is nice and bumpy? And, I it's, mean... and it's always, there's always been a lot of things that were quite contrary to other people's beliefs. Yeah. And also, there have always been... Um, What's the other thing that there always is? There's <laughs> <laughs> always something else. There's yeah. only three things. There's always however's, always contrary to someone's beliefs, <laughs> and there's always... Um, um, albeit. <laughs> albeit. Albeit. There's always having, says that, having said that. Yeah, having said having that. Having said that. On the other hand... On the other hand... That's what history is. It's never just like... And everyone agreed, and that was Multiple fine. hands. It's in multiple hands. People grabbing and, and, and touching all over the place. <laughs> Oh, it's just a Victorian guard here. <laughs> I was just saying, I um, mean, the boys haven't been fighting over three weeks now, and uh, we'd just want to go back to South Africa and Durban and Johannesburg. And uh, yeah, just uh, more little boys. I'll do a little prawn, but he likes that cat food. I'd learn to keep it in blood dormant. In October 37 AD. However. <laughs> however. In 37 AD, contrary to popular belief, on, on the, the other hand. hand. <laughs> Claudius Caligula. <laughs> Caligula fell seriously ill, or perhaps was poisoned. Oh my god! Though he soon recovered from the illness, many believed that the illness turned the young emperor toward the diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> he started to kill off or exile those who were close to him or whom he saw were a serious threat. Oh man, it's like Star Wars. Starting with mm. his father-in-law Marcus Junius Salanius and his brother-in-law Marcus Lipidus. 
<laughs> and him executed. His uncle Claudius was spared only because Caligula preferred to keep him as a laughing stock. <laughs> because he was the he was uh, Caligula uh, was the no Claudius was the um, speech impediment limping one. Oh, the one that the Monty Pythons make a fun of. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And the um, and the um, and the uh, central character in the 1970s BBC <laughs> drama I Claudius. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of reference. It's the real thing. More more classy than my one. Um, I like it. It's like I have been poisoned, and uh, you used to think I was quite reasonable, but now you're gonna die. He's <laughs> not gonna die. He turned on a dime. Yeah. His favourite sister, Julia Drusilla, died in 33 AD of a fever. Or maybe she was murdered. Oh. Well, I don't know. It just seems to be everyone's... <laughs> General <laughs> theme. There's a pattern. They may have died of this seemingly innocent thing, or maybe were murdered. His other two sisters, Lavilla and Agrippina the Younger. <laughs> because Agrippina was his mother also. Oh. For those of you who can remember an hour ago. I do not. Um, were exiled. Um... Fun fact, I don't mention it in their notes, but um, rumour has it that down the track he was having incest with them too. Um, so, is it a fun fact? Uh, a bit of a grim fact, Yeah, I'd, I'd say. Depends what your attitude on yeah, incest is. I mean, if you're is. Caligula, it's probably a fun fact. Or if you're from Gore. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's. <laughs> fun fact. Christopher Reeve was paralysed most of his life. Do you have a fun fact yourself? Uh, fun fact, the whales are dying. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more plastic in the sea than water! Apparently there's soon going to be more plastic in the sea than fish. Fun fact, I sometimes um, get sad. Oh. Fun fact! Sofri's got a fun fact. Fun fact, I'm out. I'm, uh, Pir- sometimes pirate jumpers are turtlenecks. Fun fact, sometimes you think you've starved to death, but actually you're murdered. <laughs> sometimes these fucking classical historians just can't get it right. Right? Anywho, um... Man, I just thought of a great new movie. What we need is someone really likeable and smart. Who's someone that's likeable and smart that's a celebrity. Um, what? Um, smart and a celebrity. And, and is likeable. Elon Musk. Okay, Elon Musk is cast as... Um, as ancient detective um, <laughs> man, and he goes back in time and he solves these crimes with his powers of time travel and being smart and likable. <laughs> but Does he then take the Emperor Caligula to court? Yes! Time court, where, to, mm. where, where court has no <laughs> bounds of time or location. <laughs> Oh, so you could go and There's try. No you could try limitations on justice. Exactly. <laughs> That's Elon Musk's catchphrase. <laughs> so I could see trials of Hitler and Mussolini, and yeah, or even future things like um, you poisoning me earlier. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. How is that going, by the way? Oh, it's it's um, getting some real bad gastro going okay. on. But that was a, that was because of the ice cream you made earlier. Damn it! Got or you poison. Ooh. Or poison. Yeah. Or. He was smothered to death. <laughs> my my, uh, my uh, uh, epiphany, no, what were they called? My, my thing in the de- in the paper where it says I'm Your dead. Your My epiphane would say, um, Alex Wilson, 1989 to 2000 and uh, whatever year it is, 18. 
died peacefully in his sleep due to lactose intolerance, <laughs> or perhaps, <laughs> or perhaps was poisoned by his best friend Angus McBride. Uh, it'd be great if there, yeah, if there was no closure in the um, in the newspaper. That'd be great in the listing. I think great. if I work for ADT, I just add always <laughs> to add all the things. Oh, uh, Lucy. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, Miriam Webster wasn't didn't die peacefully in her sleep. She was murdered. Oh dear. Oh, so funny. So Caligula um hated being the son of the grandson of Agrippina uh, who or won? Agrippa rather, and apparently slandered Augustus by repeating the falsehood that his mother was actually conceived as the result of an incestuous relationship between Augustus and his daughter Julia the Elder. Oh man. So not only is he gonna fuck his sisters later, but he's gonna. <laughs> Tell me all that his granddad did the same. Spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. I'm not going to mention it. It's not my notes, but that's just some trivia. I don't need to tell people that Caligula was fucking his sisters. Man, you had up to a thousand years to get up to date with this history, bro. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know this fact. Yeah, if you don't know this fact. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, how much more have we got to go? Oh, I don't know. Much. Okay, cool. It must be, um, must be time to take a wee break from that and jump into um, a politics with us versus Thompson. Uh, where are you, where are you, Hunter? Have we got the Ouija board? Ooh. Oh, there he is. Hello, how's it going, boys? Oh, here's another one. He's a pirate. Hello. Hello, this is, this is me, Hunter. It's Thompson for another week. And uh, you might be hearing that uh, little boys were down the cave, but it's likely to be rescued. There'd be five of them. They'd be rescued. Well, the time they were there, and uh, oh, I'm just thinking, what about the other boys? They have those seven boys that are left down there. Oh, who they decide to eat first? I'll go for little Timothy. He seems tasty. Taste put him on some pad thai with some rice, and he got a good meal going. But seriously, though, seven little boys down the cave, that's... Horrific, that should be joked about. We're gonna discuss it anyway. <laughs> when I was a little boy back down in Hunter and Thompson Town, well, I fell in the cave and I really enjoyed it because there was a bear there that I used to call Winnie And we used to go down into the forest that we lived in, and there was a little pig and we suckled on him because he was roasted and he tasted some uh, honey and marmalade. And I used to say one day, Where's the honey poo? And then when he would go, Aah! And he would eat my legs off, and that's why I'm a paraplegic for life. But anyway, we went back to the cave one day and someone had shot away the poo and I was like, who shot him? And I turned around and it was bad because his mother had died. He learned how to use a gun because he wanted revenge on those fucking hunters. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm a hunter, but I'm not one of those ones. And then Ben went, <laughs> and I ran away screaming, that's why, boys, we've got to eat the venison pies. Bye. Wow. Thank you, Hunter, for another week of politics with Hunter S. Thompson. It's amazing uh, what can happen in a week. I know. We were discussing the little Thai boys um, the other day. Last week? Last week. <laughs> we were, yeah. And um, it's great that that um, has traction because uh, we uh, we were discussing that it may take a year, they were saying, to remove them. but Yeah, or four months or was. four months, yeah, and now yeah. it's only taken a week, which yeah, is very good. So. Old Elon's gotten on the case. Yeah, mm. he said a wee submarine oh, in there, yes. right? We, a wee boy-sized submarine. <laughs> Why not regular submarine? Because it can't fit in the cave? Oh, really? Oh. Regular submarine. Big. Why didn't somebody else think that? Why don't I just send a steam train down there? <laughs> why not a steam train? Why don't I just send a, a satellite in there? Well, if it was a boy-sized train, I'm sure it would have... <laughs> why don't I just send one of those... Let's, let's send out specifically a boy-sized Fiat Panda and see if that will rescue it's the new, the new Aged 11 to 15. <laughs> <laughs> Boy-sized Tesla S model. Yeah. <laughs> Boy-sized uh, uh, self-landing rocket. 
Darling, you Tesla, it'll rescue you from the cave, even <laughs> if this is not right. It's only if it's boy size. Oh, Bye, boy God. size today. Okay, I think we've got to go to a song now. Oh, no. Uh, you, it is uh, 20 past 10 on uh, the History Bonanza with Alex Angus and Soph uh, Caligula when we come back on the 9191 FD. That's a sticky penny. That was a very old man complaining about vegetables. You're back on the one. Hello. With Alex Nagus and special guest Sophie Scott. How do? And we're talking Caligula. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so far, um, he has had a very traumatic upbringing, uh, having most of his relatives moited at the hands of his moiterous uncle, uh, who was the emperor at the time. Um, he died of a poisoning. Oh, no, he died. He died of either natural causes or of uh, suffocation by his dear friend Marco, um, and now he's ascended the throne where he was initially good. Then he got sick. And he said, "Moiter everyone." That's a very no. good summary. What's a moiter? What's a what's a moiter? <laughs> Out of ten, how much would you give that summary, soft? I give it a solid nine point five. Well, they're very no, good. Yeah. Solid, thank you very you're much. Very, you can be very proud of that, Angus. I, I also thought it was about nine point five. Thank you. It's very well on that summary. Brilliant, thank you so much. Well, shall we carry on? Let's. Yes. In AD thirty-eight, Caligula restored the practice of democratic elections. Ooh. Oh, very nice. The classical historian Cassius Dio said that this act, though delight, delighting the rabble, grieved the sensible, who stopped to reflect that if. The officers should fall once more into the hands of the many. Many disasters would result. Well, I've always said that. Fascism, right? Oh, yeah, old Cassie is always a flippin' Scrooge. You can't let the plebs deal with things. Have, yeah, no. what do they no. know? They're plebs. They're, they're, <laughs> they're there for a reason, yeah, right? They are plebeian. They should have no zero say. No caesarean say? Hmm. Is that what you said? No. Okay, goodbye! <laughs> During the same year, though, Caligula was criticised for <laughs> executing people without full trials and for forcing his supporter, Marco, to commit suicide. Marco! He forced Marco to commit suicide. Not Marco. That's awful. Marco was the one they got him the job to begin with. Yeah. Mm. What a poo bum. Exactly. That's terrible. Poo bum stinker. Yeah. I would say that um, executing people without full trials is worthy of criticism, though. Yeah, I would say so. I'd say that's definitely up that's there. That's up there. If Cindy was murdering people, I'd be like, Hey, Cindy. Give them a trial first. Give them a trial, then they'll see. <laughs> this was like a corrupt trial. Mm. And just Cindy was like the judge. I'm like, just, just Cindy. This is a conflict of interest, this Cindy. Conflict. You're the one that didn't want... You, well, you're the one that accused Bill English of regicide, and now you're the one that is judging him of that regicide. I think I think there's something's a bit off. Oh. This smells rotten. Cindy. Naughty Cindy. Anyway, a financial crisis emerged in 3980, oh, boys. Let's, no, a financial okay. crisis. A Angus, we've, we've discussed this before. We don't do economics particularly well. We, we, no, we, we don't. We, we, know, we don't. Is, but, but there's a few things that are worth talking uh, about okay, here. Okay, um, okay well, we can do that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he, he began, um, Caligula began falsely accusing, fining, and even killing individuals for the purpose of seizing the residue. Oh, no. Oh, wow. oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Caligula again, eh? I just uh, really want uh, that man's really fancy uh, cockroaches. I think that uh, he uh, does vandalism, a lot of vandalism. We should kill him and then give me the cockroaches. Um, he also appealed to the public to lend the state money. Give us money, people! 
It's Megan Caligula. You know how I kill all those people without trial? You want more time like that? Let's uh, so crowdsource this shit! Despite financial difficulties, Caligula embarked on a number of construction projects during his reign. Some were for the, for the public good, <laughs> others were for himself. And what? my favorite one yeah. was in 39 AD. Caligula performed a spectacular stunt by ordering a temporary floating bridge be built using ships as platoons, stretching from over stretching for over two miles from the resort of Bayay Bay Bayay to the neighboring port of Putioli. It was said that the bridge was to rival the Persian King Xerxes platoon bridge crossing uh, crossing of the Hellespont. Caligula, who could not swim, then proceeded to ride his favorite horse across wearing the breastplate of Alexander the Great. This act was in defiance of the prediction that by Tiberius's soothsayer that Caligula had no more chance of becoming emperor than of riding his horse across the Bay of Bay. That's nuts. He takes him literally, doesn't he? He does. He does. There's a thing about um, soothsayers and they're like, I've, I've been to many. Pray tell, what is a soothsayer? A soothsayer is a, a man who augurs the future, my dear ah. boy, my dear lad. Um, a soothsayer, and they, they speak in metaphor and, and poetry, don't they, Soph? Hmm, they say soothes, some may say. <laughs> they do say soothes. <laughs> That's why they use of incense and herbs they, to, to quell the senses and, and make the mind more uh, worldly. Hmm, and For, more ready and open. I think soothes. Really? Mm. For suits? For suits. I've actually been practicing my um, my soothsaying skills. Oh. And I'll, I'll, get, I'll demonstrate you the power of the, the metaphor. Well, I've got a little rabbit carcass you can have a go Oh, fantastic. Can I oh, all yeah. go through it? Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, it was very moist. That's a dead rabbit for you. Yeah, what's he been eating? Um, Leftovers, man. There's, well, there's a little note in here. And in, in, inside the... This isn't part of the auger, this is just something else. A little note that says... Um, Hello. If you have <laughs> if you have found my corpse, I did not die from a heart attack. I was murdered by Angus McBride. No, this is slanderous. Well, that's what the rabbit says. The rabbit sh doesn't know shit. Okay, well I'll put that to one side. I'm gonna augur your future, Angus, first. Right here we go. Upon a summer rain. You'll grow many feet tall, but in doing so, you will lose some of the weight that you have gained with age. Buy Blood Diamond on DVD. <laughs> that was my auger. Yeah, that's pretty great. I don't really understand it. It was very, very metaphoric, though, wasn't it? No. I'll do yours now, um, Soph. Oh, please do. Okay, well, I've got it. When the next shooting star crosses your path, take time to reflect upon the season that has come before, because while the leaves may change, Blood Diamond is still available on DVD. <laughs> End of auger. That's brilliant. Wow, that was. was uh, I kind of blacked out. Was it metaphoric and stuff? Yeah. Um, oh, really good. Really feel like there was a strong message to that. Oh, that's kind um, No, really life changing stuff. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad you guys. Anyways. Great. Great stuff. Great stuff. 
Um, in 40 AD, uh, Caligula began implementing a very controversial, some very controversial policies that introduced religion into his political role. Oh man, there's one thing I know is you don't separate the church. I mean, you, you no. keep church and state separate. You keep them separate. Caligula began appearing in public dressed as various gods and demigods such as Hercules, Mercury, Venus and Apollo. I've seen Sophie Scott dressed as Hercules once. Uh, yeah, me too. You, you made a very good Hercules. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Um, um, it, was, it was a Halloween costume. Yes. For your birthday. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Did we tell you that Soph is um, born on Halloween because he's the Lord of Darkness? <laughs> it's a little known uh, fact. Uh, no contrary to popular belief. <laughs> Reportedly, um, uh, Caligula began referring to himself as a god when meeting with politicians and when uh, and he was referred to as Jupiter on occasion in public documents. Can we just rewind to the list of gods he dressed yes. up as? Oh, yes. You mentioned Hercules. Hercules, Mercury, Venus, and Apollo. Venus being a female yes. god. Oh. So he was, he, was, he was, you know, he's fruity. Yeah. He she was, was cool with it. She was the sexy one, eh? Yeah, she was like the goddess of love. Oh, man. Not sexiness. Or sexiness. Probably both at the time. Mm. But like, one the he same. must have been pretty comfortable with himself to just yeah. be able to uh, flop it out. Absolutely. He didn't see gender as a binary. No. 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 That's impressive. It's very open to them. Yeah, go Caligula. Yeah. Very ahead of the times. Very ahead of the time. Although, um, yes. however, Caligula was described as an insane emperor oh. who was self-absorbed, angry, killed on a whim, and indulged in too much spending and sex. Once, we all, uh... once at some games at which he was presiding, <laughs> overindulged in all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At some games at which he was pres- over which he was presiding, he ordered his guards to throw an entire section of the audience into the <laughs> arena during the intermission to be eaten by the wild beasts because there were no prisoners to be used and he was bored. Oh my god. I think these were the Praetorian guards as well that he asked her. Not the Praetorian guards, mate. See, we were just, uh, we got finally got paid and we were down at the uh, sporting arena. Can I see some chair on the Lions? You know, we really love the Lions. They're really good for defense. And uh, this called Caligula came along in the uh, three years into the Lions and we didn't like their blood diamond. Um, he also planned to make his horse a member of the council, the consul, um, uh, which was turned uh, overturned, but he didn't end up making his horse a priest. <laughs> Does the horse um, sort of supervise? <laughs> is that what they say? Supervise a marriage? What do they say? Ordain uh, the marriage? Uh, Ordain, I think. Uh, a, le- a lead. A lead. Ordain the marriage. Uh, uh, Mary. Does the horse supervise marriages? <laughs> it may well have. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff in robes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sandals. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> Little horsey sandals. <laughs> Man, the horse would just be addicted to the blood of Christ. I oh, know they, they weren't Christians at this point. <laughs> That's the whole point of this whole thing. If you, oh god, if you didn't think that the situation had already escalated, I it had. escalated <laughs> now. It escalated now. <laughs> in 40 AD, when Caligula announced to the Senate that he planned to leave Rome permanently and move to Alexandria in Egypt. We had hoped to be worshipped as a living god, moving the political powerhouse out of Rome. No good. Ooh, big move. No good, they say. Big move. Yeah. I mean, at this stage, his roots are in Rome. In Rome, his uh, his support networks there. I mean, like you don't want to go. He doesn't know anyone in Alexandria. Yeah, mm. like you know, money and money and having sex and throwing people to the lions. Lions after you supervise too many games, you know that that's gonna be an empty lifestyle after a wee while. You're sure gonna, is. 
Mm. You're going to need people in your life, and that's why, uh, Finn Sigelkow, you shouldn't go to uh, Wellington to do your next year of med. You should stay in Dunedin with the rest of us. And that's just me saying that. Things got real in the studio. <laughs> oh, I miss you, Finn. <laughs> Let's hang out. Anyway. He's not listening. <laughs> he might hear it from he's the... He's busy studying. He's busy studying. Yeah, he's a busy yeah. study, man. Uh, are you listening out there? Listen to Texas 0217234461. The phones haven't made a bloody peep. Do you want me to make a heartfelt appeal to you to stay in Dunedin? I can do that for you on 0212 Radio 1. Also, let me know how you've uh, how you've lost respect for me over the course of this radio show. I'd love to hear it, that's for sure. How's the poisoning going? Um, it's slowly getting there. I feel like something. there's a stabbing sensation going towards my okay. heart. That doesn't sound like that's a good thing, but I'm being optimistic. I think I've just, um, I'm just getting some superhuman juice going on, you know? Could it maybe be a sort of smothering with a pillow feeling rather than a stabbing feeling? Or? Now that you talk about it, it does have that smothering with a pillow type of feel like I'm going to sleep in a big, soft, fluffy bed. But I've, I've kind of went the wrong way. The wrong, uh, the, the wrong, wrong way. way. <laughs> went the wrong way. And the, um, the pillow's on my face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Um... Also, just so you know, um, please email us at Angus and... Is it Alex and Ang- Angus? Alex and Angus. Alex and Angus are cool at gmail.com because in a very few minutes, in very few minutes, we'll be having our award-winning uh, segment mailbag and you can be part of the action in that bag. <laughs> well, you will be! Because you'll be the action in that bag. Because you'll be in the bag with your Big email. Bit, yeah, don't, don't faff around because you've got about 10 minutes until we check that. Yeah, don't faff. Don't faff. Um, should we finish the history bonanza? Are we close to finishing? Yeah, we got two bits left. Oh, oh nice. Lordy. That we got a segment or two, if you want. I don't know. Someone, t- you tell me what to do. Do I want to finish or do I? <laughs> do we finish the information? The the yeah. Let's the finish part? and then we'll do our segment. All right. Well, speaking of stabbing pains, Alex, that was quite a good segue because three members of the Senate planned and executed an assassination on which, Caligula. Which is strange because we've. We've actually managed to find them the archives, haven't we? Oh, I think we have actually. So just to, just to confirm, <laughs> we've got the two senators and Caligula on on tape, and um, they're they're plotting to murder Caligula, and then Caligula walks by, and I assume we're gonna we're gonna hear all of that, which is really lovely because mm. it's, it's that ancient stone again, right? Absolutely, yeah, ancient yeah. stone. This one just recently uncovered, so oh, this fantastic. is new. New stuff. I'm so glad why we've got an anthropologist on the show for once because they know this stuff. They know how it works. Hey, Vasily. Vasily, you there? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Marsh. He's in Caligula. He's got to come by, so it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's hey. Do you make Pretty soon, I think you do bring your uh, sharpest uh, dagger. I'm a little dagger. You got your dagger? Yeah, I got, you know what I call him? What do you call your dagger? Felipe. Oh, it's Felipe. Hello, is Felipe. It? Oh, mine's Andre. Hello, Andre. Do you want Andre and Felipe to kiss? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, not. It's that's very not, nice. Uh, very nice. I'll tell you what, bloody Caligula. Yeah. Gone too far this time. I know. My mum was in that crowd that got fed to the lions. Oh, with the Praetorian guy. Yeah. It's strange. They keep on talking about blood diamond, and I don't even know what blood diamond what is. What does that mean? Is it a diamond that is very red? Because that looks like a flawed diamond. If you ask me. But you're not asking I me. I didn't ask you. Thank you for saying. Anyway, I've got them. 
I'm glad that's his job. It's to make you think. I Caligula. I Caligula. I see. I just start talking about the thing about life and death. Have um, you ever thought about uh, sometime you know your death and that you might uh, die in your sleep or maybe be murdered? Oh no no no! It's impossible. I'm a god. <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a beautiful man and there's no way I can be a murderer. Oh. I've ah. tried before. People try. It's not ah. gonna happen. Oh, so ah. just hypothetically, I just got. My little friend Knifey here. Knifey? And so, I thought so his name was uh, Andre. Andre the Knifey. And I got a Pepe. And so oh. we're just we're just curious about uh, you know, testing this theory. About ah, go your, on. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 here's my breast. Go, oh, go, oh, go great. on. Oh, thank you. breast. All right. It's all good. Caligula, you seem to be bleeding from your breast. It's all good. How was that sitting with you? My lungs are feeling with blood. You seem, oh, to no. be, you seem to be going very pale. It, it feels like uh, lots of pillows. Oh, oh okay. no, yeah. <laughs> it feel like it feels like... Is this natural causes? Uh, oh, yeah, this is, this I have is, seen yeah, natural. natural causes. Yeah. Oh. I've heard of natural causes before. I've, I've never seen it happen before. No. But, uh, oh, yeah, because you're a god, eh? Hey, yeah. is it true? You know, um, see, on your breast, a lot of uh, red liquid coming out of your nipple. Um, oh, it's, it's not big. You're fine. You're lactating blood! It's okay. I think you're dead, mate. <laughs> Maybe. Oh no! What have we done, Felipe? We murdered him. We murdered him. I'm talking about my knife, you fuck! Felipe! <laughs> so, um. Jeez. It's interesting that that recording cut off halfway through the man, um. It's very strange. Talking to his knife. I know. Anyway, so the members of the Senate planned and executed an assassination, stabbing Caligula 30 times. The Germanic guard arriving too late uh, to... And... The Germanic guard! <laughs> arriving too late. Uh, hello, boys. We just want to learn, let you know that we haven't been paid in two weeks. But it's cool because we're keeping our really good, eh? Um, anyway, just uh, watch uh, Run Lola Run on DVD. Bye! Arriving, the Germanic guard arriving too late. Hey, it's fuck up, the Germanic guard. Yeah, just give me a classy. Just wanted to let you know when we pay in two weeks. But uh, just watch uh, Run Lola Run on DVD. Bye! Arriving too late and stricken with grief and rage, responded ah! with a rampaging attack on the assassins, conspirators, innocent senators, and bystanders. Oh my god! <laughs> just a just a killing feast in this just a freaking Roman yeah, time, frenzy. eh? Oh man, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's stonkillus. Stonkillus is stonkillus. Stonkillus came along. Um, Claudius became the emperor after procuring the support of the Praetorian Guard. Praetorian Guard, we're back, mate. He ordered. Oh, you pay us. We'll, we'll do your work if you pay us. If you pay us, uh, you won't be paying two weeks, mate. What um, fun? 
And his first act uh, was to have the all of the conspirators um, assassinated, executed rather, um, uh, for the uh, involving, involvement of the death of our dear mad Caligula. And that, my friends, was the History Bonanza. Yeah, yeah! History uh, Bonanza uh. for another week. History Bonanza for another week. History Bonanza for another week. There's not another verse of the song. What was your favourite part of the History Bonanza soft? The learning. What is it? Pop out. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, honestly, I think those um, recordings were just those archive, treasure troves of info. Archive, yeah. yeah, no one else, could, no one else yeah. has dug those out before. That was the first time those have ever been heard. Mm, very good. By who many is? Oh, I wish there were more. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that because we've uncovered one. Um, that we didn't get cover earlier because we didn't have enough time, and it's um, it looks it looks like it's the one where he's back in Capri on the island with, um, so we'll just see what he's he's talking about there, shall we? Hey, hello, Lucy. It's uh, again. You're the only one that understands me. You know, it's very strange being me. Uh, you know, no one loves me. They think I've got small pee pee because of my small boots. You know, I love to go home to my little room and listen to Nirvana. Cook a bang here. I don't know if I would cook a bang so much. And you're for the chin and touch it. Hello, monkey. Hello, monkey boy. Walking down the street. You want a banana? Nah. Okay, monkey boy, don't leave me like that. You're a blessy. I love the Capri Sun. <laughs> Little bag of juice. Kill What are you? I'm killing you. Why, everybody? Here we are, so for dinner. Why, we're here. Get your ass in here for dinner, old Send you in the same place. Sit your bloody mother and your brother. Don't send me there. You told me that we're on a holiday. This is Santa Claus. Yeah, it's time for your pasta. What's the pasta? What type of pasta? Yeah, it's the ratatouille. The ratatouille? No pasta, that eggplant and shit. No ravioli. I don't want eggplant and shit, I want pasta. No ravioli. No ravioli? What's the ravioli? Uh, spinach and pita. Oh, spinach and pita, that's all vegetables and shit. I don't want vegetables and shit, I want pasta. Bring a fucking monkey in then. Okay, what a monkey pasta? Yeah. Monkey pork, come here, we're gonna have monkey pasta. Can you fucking ask in here and you're in my wheel? I'm sick of my little ass. I'm sick of this pasta. I can't. I don't want that pasta. That monkey pasta. Oh, yeah, fucking little dick, little piece of piss. Hey, my dick is my little piece of little. Don't mean my little dick is little. Oh, no, I said too much. Um, yeah, I can understand why the historians wanted to ignore the existence of that um, particular yeah. recording. I can see that too. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, it must be time for, without further ado, yes, it's time for another edition of Mailbag. 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 Um, just while I uh, spend some uh, more minutes than it should take me to open the mailbag, yes. Alex, would you just like to tell new listeners a little bit about why what mailbag is and why we get so excited about? I would this love segment. to. Okay. So, um, mailbag is our award-winning segment, and it's it's award-winning for a very good reason. Because as we said earlier, this is a democratic 
show. So that means that it's not just me and Angus and, and self, of, of course, tonight, um, speaking to each other. This is an interactive show where we want you, the listener, to come on board, come on, come into the studio and share your wisdom, your experiences with us. Um, and the reason why we like that is because, as we alluded to earlier, is that Angus and I um, are cursed to live under the desk of the, the Breakfast Show, um, uh, surviving off the leftover Haraway Oat singles of Jamie Green, the Breakfast host, and doing this breakfast, uh, not this, this non-breakfast show in the evening, and um, that's our existence. So it's, it's purely what we do. We're cursed to do the show for the rest of time. And and when we get an email, it means that someone's listening. Someone's out there is reaching out towards us, and 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 what we're doing means something. It has it has a deeper meaning, and it means that our lives aren't pointless because you know we're we're toiling away. And it's really responding with people. And that, that's why we really do it. That's why we really like it. Each week we get so excited about Mailbag because maybe it means that, you know, this week it really connects with people. Um, and unfortunately, uh, most weeks we don't actually get anything in the Mailbag. And it um, it really shocks us. But a couple of times we've, we've had it and it really has given us the will to continue on. Um, um, but but um, we'll, we'll see. Um, is, there, is there anything in the mailbag this week? Actually, Alex, we have two emails. What? <laughs> what? Two emails. Yeah, we do. What? I know. Two. That's a record. I know. So first off, we've got one from um, the uh, much-loved Tom Tremuen of uh, Radio 1. Oh, Tommy T, the radio manager. Indeed. And he comes to us and says, uh, one, he's got a song request. Oh, great. Which I'll play from As We Do Mailbag. As We Do Mailbag. As We Do Mailbag, because okay. that's, that's how, I, how I roll. Okay, that's, I like this. This is, this is for you. Um, and he says, um, it, all he says is dropping in, say he wants a song called uh, Caligulove, so he's on topic. Oh, hello. He's on, he's on topic here. And uh, he also says um, he can't wait for the future award-winning segment Mailbag. Well, the present's come, mate. We're Full in the future. Circle. But you may be also interested to know that we have an email from the Universal Life Church Ordination. What? What? It says... What the, what's, a, what's a life church? I have no idea. So what it says is, Welcome to the Universal Life Church. We are all children of the same universe. And it's got every um, every religious icon. Oh, yes, you got the, the Christian... Um, got the uh, yin and yang. Cross. It's got the Star of David. It's got uh, the... the, the the anarchist sign it's got it's got the sadness symbol yeah, I think I might be an ordained minister for those guys um, they've got a five minute online sign up oh really and you get a PDF certificate holy <laughs> shit what we are we have a certificate that we are <laughs> what minister the universal life church ministries credentials of ministry this is to certify Alex Angus Wilson Dash McBride, <laughs> that the bearers hereof this being ordained on this day, the 7th of July in the year 2018, and is officially recognized as a member of the Universal, Universal Life Church and has all rights and privileges to perform all duties of the ministry. What? Who did this? Did you do this, Soph? Did you do this, Angus? No. The 7th of July, that was. We are hashtag ordained. <laughs> Welcome to the ministry, brother. Share your newly found ordination <laughs> status with your minister? friends. And I'm a fellow. I'm a brother. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I'd well, just like to hear the text. Congratulations on your ordination. Are you planning to perform a wedding in the near future? Maybe. In most areas of the country, you will be asked to present official proof of your legal ordination before being allowed to officiate a marriage ceremony. What? Um, with your 
credentials in hand, you will be able to legally officiate weddings across the United States. Really? Impress your friends and family and peers with your new official status. Expand your career as a minister, professional officiant. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man, we need to find some people and marry them on air. So we can order our um, certificates and shit now. I totally do that. How much do they want? Oh, probably a lot. But we can probably deconstruct this a little more next week. But lordy, lordy, thank you for whoever did that to us. That's bizarre. That was last Saturday they did it. Last Saturday, is it? Oh, my God. They got us. They got us good. What a a mailbag. What an eventful mailbag. The best mailbag ever. And on that note, it must be time to say goodbye. Kill you later. Thanks for joining us tonight, listeners. It's been a bloody pleasure. Um, thanks, Soph, for stopping in. Thank yeah, you so much yeah, for having me. It's so good to have it's you. It's always a pleasure. A, a, a little input in there. And uh, thanks to you, Alex D. Wilson. Oh, thank you, mate. And um, uh, and thanks to the listeners as well, because you're bloody stars. Yeah, and if you only stayed for 10 minutes and then went away for the remaining 1 hour 50, that's great. We understand. If you only stayed for one minute and then went away for 40 minutes and then came back for another minute and then you saw another eight minutes, it's fine. That's it's, cool. We just ask you to spend at least 10 minutes listening just to the ten, show. Just, just 10, 10 a week. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And uh, we'll be back same time next week, no doubt. So until then, have a safe week and uh, history bonanza. Sticky penny.